righty, show us your tips. We've got Flemington and Rose Hill to get into for show this week. How are you tracking through, Beaver? Tracking through nicely, mate. Uh, going well and uh, last day of the busy week. Um, so let's hope we finish off on a high. Looks, uh, famous last words, looks a good betting card. Actually, looks probably the easiest we've had all week, but we've said that before, haven't we? Um, we don't know where the rail is just yet. We're going to we'll kick off at Flemington where the we've got a couple of group ones to finish today. We're at Flemington just waiting to see whether well, where they move that rail out to tonight, but it'll be good. Uh, I assume swoopers are going to be in play similar to yesterday. That's right. Yeah, as it starts to uh, fall and out there. The yeah. Um, and not a bad day yesterday. Um, you know, a fair few of the, the horses that we, we said would uh, run well, did run well. Uh, Caravas in the first. I think you... Uh, um, we both thought it was a, mm. a, a live chance, little little mix. You said it was a good value. Um, my best bet, Foxy Frieda won. Um, Quinella in the, the sprint race, Najim Sahel and Spacewalk, they look to be the, mm -hmm. the ones to beat. I think I tipped uh, what Picaroon was one of the two. Um, you like Mumbai Muse. So Dozy was uh, an obvious choice. And um, Unlucky we didn't finish with the winner in the last, unfortunately. And uh, likewise at Hawkesbury, I think it was uh, fairly prosperous there. Um, a few good tips there. Yeah, we, um, well, aside from, I think, the seven seconds. Kind words, Celestial, Future, New Mandate uh, was a nice one. Got out to eight bucks, New You could have got better, actually, than eight bucks. I was a bit surprised at New Mandate. Uh, it was an easy bet to have. And oh, on course, I ended up um, liking the last Anderson Bridge in the last parade really well, so... Um, there you go. Got something out there, but that didn't really help the viewers of the show. Um, the second hole, fancy, fancy that the second wall of runner paying fifteen dollars. I know, I know. It's um, horse to follow out actually. Uh, Driftnet, if it goes next maiden, it runs in it. Carried on like an absolute pig for it to run so well. Um, behind kind words, it, it'll win a maiden soon. It might come back to a work farm yeah. maiden and win just uh, well, something for one course. It was good to get out there and uh, catch up with a couple of old friends of the show, Muzz and Mick um, and Kylie. Good to see them. Uh, been in four years or so, I think, since since I'd had a beer with them. Uh, and Johnny was out there too, who uh, sent us through, I think, of the six tips he sent us on Melbourne Cup Day, uh, I think 5-1. So shout out to him as well. There you go. So something along the way. Anyway, it was a good day out there, but we've got to get to back to Flemington, uh, as we said, which should be a good day. Uh, nice and warm. We're going to kick off... Benchmark 90 over the mile, and I'll let you have first crack at this. Yeah, thanks, Daggy. And um, been waiting for this horse to, for its next run in uh, number six, Von Hawk. Um, liked that last start, ran third behind Euphoric, who ran a very nice race yesterday, finishing second. And in that run, Van Hawk was um, struck wide the whole way. Did uh, extremely well to finish within a length of the, the winner there, carrying 57. Gets 54 here, gate two, Jay Mac aboard. Um, nice bet to start the day. Yeah, perfect. Main danger number five, far fine. Yep, perfect map for it. Uh, I think Jay Mac just picks where he wants, tags on the back of Typhoon Harmony and uh, kicks off with a winner. Uh, I thought the obvious here might have ended up being sequestered, but when I went back and watched that replay, I don't think it ran the mile out. I think it uh, gassed out about 1,400. I know this is now second start of the mile, but... A little bit disappointing. Uh, and uh, what are we doing with Godolphin? I just won the Oaks. What are we doing with Godolphin in Melbourne? They don't feel like they're necessarily firing like they had been six weeks ago. 
yeah, outside of Zardozzi, some of the others seem to be, you know, just not letting down and sprinting as quick as what they, they have elsewhere. Um, and just, yeah, so a little bit disappointing, you know, I've seen a couple of them that look like they're going to win and uh, just don't seem to be able to do that. Uh, yeah, which is a bit of a concern because I like a few later on. Uh, my main danger to Von Hawk, though, that all being said, is Acceleration, uh, who's a horse we've had a bit of an opinion of, got a big sprint on it, and uh, trials have been good, kicking off at a mile, off three jump outs, I assume he prepped and might be the, the other stalker. Race two is 1,200-metre uh, listed race here for the girls. And, look, I've, I've come up with a good old from her. Actually, he's a bit nervous, but I've, I've come up with Paracel, who's dare come down from the invitation. Now getting deep into the prep, which might be the other concern. They tend to run better fresh, some of these blue-colour horses. Uh, but last time it was in Melbourne, it made Benedetta work to beat it. Uh, and there's also not a lot of pace here. I think it's just going to get its own way up front. So I am going to put it up on top. Uh, from two at value, Vongale, uh, a little bit forgotten here. Trialed really well behind the James Hale and Star Patrol. Looks a big price to me. And unusual culture, I know, might want the run. Maybe getting ready for some 14 and 1600 metre stuff. But at 30s, uh, worth some thought, in my opinion here, because it's just an honest line chaser. Who have you found? Yeah, I found two here that I'm, I'm going to play. And uh, the first one's Lombarda. And... The top weight here, I think, uh, around the $15 mark, very nice odds. Um, had the two runs in this time, finishing fourth in both, and they've been in good uh, company. Um, group two, first up, four lengths behind Asphora. Thought that was a lovely run. Um, and then buck that up with uh, only a couple of lengths behind She Dances at Mooney Valley. Um, I think this sets up nicely here, and if it can get back to its best, I think it can figure here from It's Our Time. Um, that was a good run um, on Saturday. Uh, behind spacewalk, uh, less than a length off them, goes well down the straight, and I think it can run well again backing up here, MR2. The third is the Amanda Elliott, a listed race, 1,400 metres for the three-year-olds. Who do you like here? Yeah, I've got Schwartz on top here. I was keen last start. Um, nothing about that run made me um, change my mind here, missed the kick, um, and did very well to finish within... Uh, a couple of lengths of Archo Nacho on a field that uh, suited beyond on a track that suited beyond paces there. Um, I think this sets up nicely, drops three kilos on that. Um, and I think it's going to be super hard to beat from the two gate. I agree. Uh, pretty keen on this one. Yeah, bomb the start there too. I think if it jumps on terms, it'll take up a much better spot. And should it do that, it's got plenty of upside on top for me as well. And make the danger... Again, the blue colours in pants alone. Had to sit three wide last time out. And was pretty brave. Still was fighting at the finish. So I'll make it the main danger here. The fourth is a 2,600 metre Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Air group three level. And I have loved the way Miramas has come back in. It's horse I had an opinion of last time out. Uh, they ironed out some issues. It's now come back and it's flying. Uh, Really top order, and it meets a field full of absolute whackers who I'm sick of talking about. So it's on top from Tarraman Saw, who should have won the Bendigo Cup, but it was just another second for me in the last month or so. I think it's a big price and is the main danger. And I'm going to make a case as the other one, other chance here being so dazzling. Was stuck back to the inside in that Mooney Valley Cup, held up uh, before finally getting out. I think from the outside gate, down in weight, uh, can run well. Uh, they're the only three I'm throwing in early quarter because... The rest of these make me sick. 
Grant. Well, I think you've missed one here, mate. I think number two, Duke Cassessa, is going to be super hard to beat here. I'm coming, I'm picking, I'm going through the group one form here. Um, we saw the Caulfield Cup stand up in the Melbourne Cup. Um, this horse finished ninth in the Caulfield Cup, coming from near last on the turn. Um, well, seven lengths from without a fight, but most of these would have been further. Um, and that came out and won the Cup. So that's a good form line for me there. Can't go past that. And prior to that, uh, four lengths behind Gold Trip in the Group 1 at Flemington, uh, coming from back in the field, and prior to that, over 1,400 behind Mr. Brightside. So this form, this horse has formed through um, some really, really good races and really strong races. And then if, even if you go back prior to that, back to April, uh, finished eighth behind Mr. Brightside. I think that was in the... The big uh, Randwick Mole there, um, and came from well back in the field to only three lengths behind him there. This I think suits, it was back to uh, that day. Twenty six hundred. I think there was a bit of money for it that day. Uh, back at Randwick. Might have been a little bit of money yeah. here. Fourth up here. Uh, this is a good bet. Okay. Um, fair enough. We, I, I think Miramasa would have run just as well as it in a Caulfield Cup. Is the, my take on it, but. Uh, Respect your opinion, of course. The 2,000-metre Matriarch Stakes is up next. So nice of you. Yeah, that's uh, why I keep you around. Uh, do you want to have a crack at this for the girls? 2,000 metres, Group 3 level. Yeah, tricky affair here. I'm going for number four, Steinem. Uh, I think it's working up uh, to a win here. Uh, again, liked its last start at Caulfield behind Miramasa, uh, given it's one of yours. Uh, ran on nicely there over the 2,000. Uh, fitter for this, and its previous form uh, wasn't bad as well. Uh, not far behind Amelia's jewel, um, and then didn't do a lot when it was way back behind Brightside. But again, horse that's had um, racing good company, and I think it's improving here. Um, hardest to beat, maybe the, the New Zealander that's come over for this. Number eight, Pearl of Alsace, and ran well. I like one here. I like Amakura. Uh, resumed in the angst at Randwick. Uh, just was snagged back there, hunted along the fence, eased up late. There was a complete barrier trial. Second up to 2,000 metres. Ollie jumps back on. Last time was at 2,000 metres. Second up, won a maiden by nine lengths. Went up to Queensland. It was, I know it was only Phillies form, but um, towed up two Phillies fields there. I think this is a, a nice horse, and uh, I'm going to have a little crack at this at the double figures. Uh, you've made the case for Steinem, so I agree with what you've said there. Uh, and Thalassophile is doing a good job at the moment. Uh, had, had to do some chasing from a long way out behind an informed mare. I think this sets up well. Uh, if Swoopers are in play, it'll be the one coming down the outside. Neither of us mentioned Deny Knowledge, who's the favourite. I just got a feeling it might be a little gassed trying to chase uh, that breakaway leader last week, so I went around it. What am I thinking there? Very cool. Cool. The Group 1, Dali Champion Sprint, 1,200 metres up the straight. And the clash of Imperatries and In Secret is one of the highlights of the card. Uh, who, how are you going to line up these two mares, or is there a, a knockout shot? Uh, look, I'm going for Imperatrix. It's just impossible not to. Um, horse is flying at the moment, just looks a cut above everything. Um, and I think the main danger is Aspora, and it's $13, which it beats um, comfortably two starts back for, for Aspora. <laughs> It goes well. Um, obviously, some, some other horses in this are going fine. At the moment, Bella Nipotina, that was outstanding. Um, Star Patrol was a good win last start, and Espiona was uh, just as impressive. So 
a range of horses going well here, but I just think they're running for second. This is uh, a flying machine. I loved the fact that Imperatriz was able to show pace last time out, just crossed and led and did what it wanted. On top for me, uh, I think, yeah, because the rivals are here, you might even get better than Black Figures. I think that's a good bet. Uh, has made the took the option to avoid the Everest. I think it's paid off uh, in a payoff again here. We've seen pretty much every runner that ran in the Everest uh, come out and be flat since. And we've got two here off the same boat, which is Burner's not chasing in secret. So just going to take them on. Uh, in secret, obviously unbeaten up the straight and is very impressive. Little scared, but as I said, just going to take that that um, fact that it's going to have to back up off that Everest and make the main danger. Star Patrol, I thought that was a good run. Up the straight last time out. It's come back in good order and has more to offer. Asura, obviously honest and will lead. And I think Airman can run well. Maybe one for your exotics, uh, but obviously you have to do a good job to beat some of those better horses home. Uh, in lockstep there, I guess. The seventh is a Group 1 Champions Mile uh, with all the form coming out of the Cox Plate. Uh, and I'm going to say that if that was a solitary run Cox Plate, I think Fangirl's in the finish. Uh, so I'm putting it on top for J-Mac. Last time they went... They had, it met Mr. Brightson at the mile at round week. It gave it a toweling. Uh, so I'm sticking fat with prior fangirl, and it's on top. But they'll run well. Mr. Brightside will run well, always does. Alligator Butter run well, always does. Uh, Pride of Jenny did some good. Like, I know it was, you know, it was a ride that uh, won at the race, which maybe why it's priced so long, but did a fair job winning that race. And at 20s, I was, Great no, reason it couldn't, no reason it couldn't run a, like a Cornella here at 17 bucks. Yeah, look, I've gone for Fangirl too because Pride of Jenny's in it. I mm. think um, that'll, that means that they will roll along here and uh, that means that there should be some pace on. Uh, with any any luck, I, I would have been a bit more concerned if there was no no pace setter here and Alligator Blood could have uh, jiggy-jogged along in front and have to go past it. Um, so I'm hoping Pride of Jenny uh, goes like the Clappers. Um Alligator blood and bright side do the chasing. Fangirl sits in behind and um, gets the last shot. So that's the way I'm going as well. Beauty, there it is. You've jumped off the bright side bandwagon. I have. It's been a good bandwagon. Well, I wasn't too. on it last start. Either. No, that's true. Uh, race eight is a 2,000 metre champion stakes. Three million bucks. Wait for age. Group one. And West Wind Blows has been absolutely fantastic. You've already mentioned the form around... Caulfield Cup around the Cox player, uh, around the other lead up where Gold Trip nabbed it late. I think this is its race. Gate two means it gets to take up a spot where it wants, probably just on Zaki's back. Uh, it's this is its race. Third up now in Oz. Uh, should get the chocolates from Prowess. Did a good job there winning. I know Antino was unlucky, but still had to do the job. Is uh, fresh blood here. I think they're the key two. Uh, my Quaddy would probably throw in Montefilio and Dewes just for my insanity, but. Uh, I'm also quite keen to bet around Zaki. So while we're still getting a price, uh, West Wind Blows looks good to me. I'm with you. West Wind Blows for me. Um, going with those form lines, uh, quality horse. Um, and they've obviously, you know, set this as a, another target on, on top of Caulfield Cup, deciding not to go to the Melbourne Cup. So uh, I think it's going to be super hard to beat. And I think it can eat this field up. The ninth is the 1100 metre benchmark 80. It's going to take us home. Who do you like here? 
Yeah, good little race to finish the day with a little bit of value. I come up with two. I've settled on number 10, Ray Maginiero. Um, I thought uh, its last run was really good and impressive. And um, I think it's a progressive type here over the, the 1,000 metres. I think the straight track will suit. Um, and I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Main danger, Mornington Glory. Um, love the way that it's uh, finally got another win on the board last start. That was a good run. Um, sitting midfield and, and let down nicely. Uh, this might be the knockout chance here, so I'd be uh, saving on it, on it. Good race to finish the card, and uh, we can make a case for a bunch of these. I'm gonna, uh, I like the fact that Kin turns up here fresh for the blue colours. Uh, gets J-Mac, outside gate, last race of the carnival. Uh, last time it was in Melbourne, it had that massive win at Caulfield and just couldn't win the way the race was won uh, following that, but resumes here, nice enough trial. I've got on top from Lounge Bar Ruby, who just seems a big price to me. He's an honest mare. Uh, at 20s, I'll throw in my quaddy. Uh, but you can forgive both 1,100-metre runs. I went back and had a look. It hadn't won at the distance yet, but uh, both uh, you can forgive. We mentioned a couple of others, and Give Me Giggles will also go in the quaddy, just building a nice little resume. Uh, do you want to tell us what your quaddy is going to look like, though? Yeah, well, mates, uh, give us a crack at the quaddy here. Uh, I'm going first leg, which is race six, number eight, Imperatrix, number 10, Asphora, and number nine, Espiona. Okay. In the second leg, I'm going number one, Mr. Brightside, number six, Fangirl, number two, Alligator Blood. In the third leg, which is race eight, I'm going number four, Westwind Blows, number 11, Prowess, number 10, A Tissue. And to finish the day, I'm going number 10, Ray Maginero. Number 13, Morning Tint Glory. Number 7, Views. And number 11, River Noir. Beautiful. For progetracing.com.au, what is your best in value? My best bet comes up in race 8, number 4, West Wind Blows. Uh, King on that, among others, and race five, number four, Steinem is my value better today. I make my best race four, number nine, Murumasa. Uh, I think it runs well there. And race five, number two, Amakura, uh, my value. So perhaps a cheeky Quinella from the boys in the girls' race there. We've got to get head up to Rose Hill on a hot day in Sydney town. Rail moves into the three metre mark, sort of was. Itchy to get back to some standard summer racing, and now I've got it. Uh, not that interesting, is it, Beaver? No, um, the meeting, yeah, it's itself. Me. yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm pretty keen on a few things here at Rosehill. Cool, uh, can't wait to hear it. Let's kick off with an 1800 meter benchmark 78. You keen on something here? Not overly in the first, more back end of the card. Uh, keen on a fair few there, but uh. Looking at the first, uh, the main champs is in the market look to hold the key. I'm going for number nine, Rise to It, uh, for the Ma Eustace stable. Um, one beating Celestial Fury at Hawkesbury, which came out and won yesterday. So that was that's a good form line uh, coming off another win there. Uh, just going really good at the moment, just progressing nicely. And uh, gate one, Gibbons aboard. I think it holds the key. Yeah, I've ended up deciding at least it's going to be up there on pace. So it's on top for me. Not that excited about the race. Uh, it's on top. Touristic's a proper Saturday horse. It'll run well, but may have a job chasing down uh, the leader. 
That's how I saw it. The second is a 2,500-meter benchmark 78. Uh, I'm going to put Spaycaster on top here. Had a massive job to do to reel in that leader first time to 2,400. I think now it's had that run. It sets it up well for this. Uh, Father's Day will be out and making him work again, but uh, an average race, at least it should have some more upside. was heavily back there too, so uh, uh, I think it can bounce back. What are you thinking? I'm going the other Waller runner with Nash aboard. Um, like the way it chased um, last start. Thought that was that was a bad run. Um, gets the extra distance here. It, it's got plenty of ticker. It'll chase hard, and uh, just thought it might have a little bit of class edge here with the Rilla Waller combination. Cool. The third, the yeah, hasn't gone that great at the track. Was my only concern, but did look sort of obvious. Uh, the third is 1,100-metre benchmark 78, which uh, you can have a crack at. Yeah, tricky, tricky, tricky race, but uh, going to go for the, the favourite here in Eagle's Nest. Um, third up, first two wins uh, this prep in, uh, drawn well here, and I think, um, again, it can sort of posse up where it needs to posse up and uh, give a really good sight. Um, probably to go to the lead, Um if anything, and uh, given the way that Rose Hill has played of recent times, uh, generally been favouring on pace in the lead. Um, so I think this might suit here, and uh, that's the way I'm going to play. Yeah, it finds a right Saturday race to come to, and it's had a couple of sort of tracks that have assisted it, but probably gets the same, as you said, although three metres I've treated as being hopefully fair, but once it starts drying out, it's going to be very hard to make ground. Uh, Danger was, would be Miss Hellfire. Would probably be on top if it wasn't for the jockey booking. But does get gate one and will get last crack. Uh, should it have even luck, I think it fights out the finish. The fourth is the highway, a standard class three, 1,400 metres. And we don't we don't need to change a formula, do we? We get to the highway, we get Nash, we get Matt Dunn off uh, a Queensland win. Just keeps working. You're getting six bucks for it. Uh, I'm going to back Bandasha uh, each way. I'm going to make the danger, which who I will back as well, uh, the dramatist, who I thought was quite good resuming a couple of weeks back. Uh, and 400 metres second up definitely suits uh, other bits and pieces, but I thought that was the best run in that lead-up race. And they're the two bets I'll have. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm concerned about gate 20, to be honest. Um, okay. And for that reason, I've left it out. I just can't, if they have to go back um, and that's where, or, or get caught wide, I just can't see him winning. And I'm just concerned as to where a horse like Band actually gets in the running, among other things. So based on that, I come up with two. Monty Outlander, I think it can posi up well wherever it wants here from gate four, gets the three kilo claim. Um, and has been running well enough last few starts. Main danger, uh, Ben Taki. Uh, similarly, one, two of three this prep. Um, and and appears to go all right and jumps close enough on pace. So I just went for the better barrier draws here um, in this affair. That makes sense. Uh, the fifth is a 1,200-meter benchmark, 72. Who have you found in this one? Yeah, tough race, this one. Um Kind of went looking for something that could be the favourite, but uh, couldn't find anything. I thought again, uh, third up here gets fully fully fit here, um, and the way the map works, I think from gate four um, 
gets to set up here, probably Vindication comes across and leads and uh, might just get to sit on their back here and uh, that holds the key um, in the last hundred. So I've gone that way, um, not overly, don't overly like the race and I think there's better races coming, but uh, that's that's my pick. Yeah, I agree. I don't like the race either. I, th I agree with the market, but uh, Shadows of Love's um, probably the right horse here, third up, right run, Feels short to me, just over two bucks. Uh, Vindication's running really well. It'll do the same again and be on pace. And Sumo Stars first up off a nice trial and will lead. Uh, I'm in the same as the same order as the market, essentially. But to be honest, I don't know if I'll even bet into it. Uh, the six is a 1,400-meter hot Danish, a group two for the girls. Not the most exciting mare's race we've seen, but there's been plenty of them lately. Who do you like here? I assume you're starting to get a bit keener on the rest of this card. Yeah, I am starting at keen on the rest of this card here. Obviously, three main three main chances here. Um, I'm sticking with the Ma Eustace combination and the group form and open class form here. First up was pretty good. Uh, didn't have a lot of luck uh, in Royal Merchant. A uh, few lengths behind Magic Time, but I thought that was that was a pleasing enough run. And then really improved um, two lengths off Espiona. Um, last start, I think that's the right form lines for a race of this nature. Gate four, um, hardest to beat. Add it to the Spangler list because uh, I'm jumping off after making after tipping in both those races. Uh, I've just gone with the map, and I think that called I with natural lead. I think there's no other pace here. Uh, those those two will probably just go to the front. Actually, I just look at the racing New South Wales maps. It's the other way around, but I think those two go to the front. Those two fight out the finish, and I'm just going to back Nash. To get the pace right, Royal Merchant is an obvious danger, but off to big SPs. Uh, has improved both runs, and I assume this was probably a target from the start. So, yeah, they're the, the two for the quaddy. Uh The seventh is the Golden Gift, 1,100 metres for the two-year-olds. And the favourite has drawn out here. Uh, short price favourite in Shangri-La Express. And I was not so much taking it on, but I was going to play away from it. Uh, because of that, uh, I'm going to back a couple at a big each way price. The first is Graham, who really ate up the line in the last trial. Uh, Blue, I think one of the first good old materials we've seen step out in the new season. Uh, around 17 bucks. I'm going to have something on it from the Swoopers Gate uh, from uh, Trafalgar Square, who has trialled really well on two occasions. And David Payne might have, might have found himself a half decent uh, two year old here. I'm going to play around those two. And I'm more I've thought about this, the more I'm tempted to back up on Scampy that. Uh, Trialed really well, came to town, led, gassed out, went away, trialed really well off pace again. Uh, it may go back, and if it does, we'll could find the line and improve. Uh, so not necessarily knocking any of the Waterhouse runners, but just was looking away at a bit of value. What are you thinking? I, I did the same, but then I just came back to, to the Waterhouse spot stable and thought um, this horse has a bit of uh, speed to burn and... Wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of scratchings, so it might come in um, a gate or two. Again, I think it's going to go quick. It's going to get to the lead and look to hold on. And if there's any any favouritism in uh, being on pace, then this will be able to extract it. So um, keen to see how the, the track is playing. Um, playing how I think it is, I think this might be a really good bet. And it'll have the stable mate leading with it. So uh, we've seen how often they can double team up front and control these sort of races. Uh, the fifth, yeah. or the eighth, in fact, is the five diamonds, 1,800 metres for 2 million bucks for the five-year-olds. 
Uh, what are we doing with Antino? Oh, you've got to be on. Um, it's gate two, gets the perfect draw here. Uh, again, has the has the group uh, one, two, three form. Um, it's flying at, flying at the moment, in all honesty. Um, they've brought it here and you come for this uh, rather than and targeted something in Melbourne. Uh, that's a good pointer for me. I think the $3 is a good price. Um, and I think, again, uh, it's going to be on pace and that's going to suit. And some of the main dangers are get back and run on horses so i've got antino on top um main danger unspoken yeah track track pattern will decide here because if we're swooping i want to be with the waller runners uh in first of all democracy manifest just keeps attacking the line uh getting dragged back and attacking the line hopefully it now goes tyler Schiller last three starts to nash and if it can get a riding line spot i think it's right in this at the double figures uh from waterford who sat a bit closer last time gate 18 yeah, like I said, I want to be seeing them run on before I really commit. Uh, I think it can run well enough, though. If it is in, up the inside, then I think Antino gate two still makes me a bit nervous, given the luck it's had, but it is due uh, to get some even luck. And if it does, it's uh, obviously the hardest to beat. I went looking for a couple others, but I decided Hoping a Heart was a wet tracker and left it out. And Faulkner Park at a price I may have been able to make a case for, but as we said, it's a little bit... Little bit uh, bias related and how I end up playing this. Uh, the ninth is a 1400 meter benchmark 78 where I'm going to stick with Gringotts who did a fair enough job to win last time out. He's taken a couple of starts to get going but attacked the line pretty well. Gets a nice enough run here close to the pace and he's on top from Mars Mission who now draws inside but quick backup off an impressive win. Uh, I think they're the two main hopes here, Beaver. Yeah, Gringotts for me. I was waiting for it to, to win another race because, um, well, it hadn't been disappointing. I was a bit unsure how it was tracking in Sydney. Loved the way it won last start. That was tacked the line really nicely. That was a good win. They backed it heavily and it won. Um, and I think it's a much easier field, to be honest. Um, don't see too many dangers and uh, I think it's a nice bet. I'm going to wrap up with the 1200 metre benchmark 78. How are you finishing today? Yeah, kind of stick with the favourite here as well. Um, this looks like a promising horse. Um, won its last two. Hawkesbury, um, uh, two starts there, gave nothing else a chance there. One hard held and come out at Randwick and did similar. I think again here, gate six is fine. Um, this, this is not a tough race and uh, clear on top pick for me and a uh, pretty weak affair. I was going to take you on with with your blessing uh, at the six dollars. I liked it first up at a price, ran well, and it can just be the stalker. It's just going to be right spot to have the last crack at Gusta Gustisimo, and I think it can win. Uh, it's on top from the favourite. Uh, you made the case; it'll lead. Uh, and by the time we get to six o'clock tomorrow, that might just be the the only one I want to back if it is all just rails and run. Uh, but I think that's a race, as you said. It's not a strong contest. Uh, the quaddy. At Sydney, let's go with first leg, number one, Shangri-La Express, number four, Scampi, number seven, Graham, 13, Better Being Single, who will be the other pace in the race, and 15, Trafalgar. Second leg, three, Antino, seven, Democracy Manifest, 12, Unspoken, 13, Waterford, 16, Faulkner Park. Third leg, one, Gringotts, two, Atmosphere, six, Marge, Mars Mission, and we'll come home with Three with your blessing and ten gustissimo. Your best in value, Rose Hill. 
Yeah, my best comes up race eight, number three, Antino. I think it'll be winning. And my value bet comes up in is a multi. Race eight, number three, Antino. All on to race nine, number one, Gringotts. All on to race 10, number 10, Gustissimo. Lovely. Uh, I'll take you on. About 20 to one there, mate. That's not bad. But I'm going to take you on. I'm going to make my best uh, without your blessing. Just because I struggled to find much else. Race 10, number three, uh, Race eight, number seven, Democracy Manifest is my best value on the program. Uh, what's happening in Queensland? Anything up there? Uh, Queensland, there's a there's ten, there's like uh, nine races up ten there, races. mate. That's what's going on. Uh, I ten, saw, um, of course, sorry. and Michael Rod's back riding up there, which is good to see. Nice, nice to see. Um, I tell you what, if he turns up there in his best form, there. he's got a lap on most of them. Some of these. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So my tip's up there. Race three, number seven, Midnight Tokyo. I think it can be winning. Uh, on to race five, number four, Victory Win. I think it's going to be uh, hard to beat. And then as we got uh, later in the day, uh, race eight, number 10, Zorastro. I think it's going to be hard to beat. And a bit of value, race nine, number seven, Duke of Buckingham. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, now the one I had from round Australia, Wyong, race four, number three, O to V. I think that's uh, not a bad kickoff point for it. Let's uh, a look around the tail end of the spring carnival. Uh, we've got through a big week. We'll be back next week. We've got the – let us know what you want us to talk to preview because I think the Canterbury Knights are starting to kick off too. So if you'd prefer some Friday night previews instead of Wednesdays, let us know in the comments. Uh, otherwise, I assume we'll be back Wednesday, Beaver. Any thoughts on that? Ah, uh, mate, uh, we'll see. We'll see how the fields pan out, but we'll come back Wednesday and then uh, maybe maybe some sneaky tips for the Friday. Beauty, uh, and of course yep. we'll be back uh, Friday to do this all again. But uh, take care, guys. Check out progretracing.com.au, and we'll talk soon.